Football week continues with a new guest. It, 2021 is just going to be a year of new guests. Uh, I got my former classmate, Carlos Ortiz, the guy who intros this podcast. He's one of the intros. He's introing this podcast in particular. We're going over the divisional round matchups. Uh, it's going to be fun. So sit back and enjoy. This should be played at high volume. You're listening Not us. to the Grind Hours Podcast. You can either have the money and the hammer or you can walk out of here. You can't have both. I have Carlos Ortiz on the line, my former classmate and uh, the host of the almost new show. It'll be up either end of January or beginning of February. Carlos Ortiz, it's the Carlos with the K show. And uh, that's actually a good name. Uh, you're, you're a good title guy. <laughs> <laughs> you're a good title. The reason why I ha- want to have you on today is um, we're going to look ahead to the divisional round of uh of the nfl playoffs continuing football week and um right off the jump carlos i want to start with what i think is the most intriguing matchup i know the brady and breeze matchup is going to get all the press this week but bills ravens Mm -hmm. kind of has a feeling of young brady versus young peyton to me even though it's new generation they're both mobile quarterbacks to me, it this is the new generation of quarterbacks. And as much as I hate Josh Allen, I've got to give him his props. <laughs> He's leading the he, he won the Bills' first playoff game since '95. I was negative two when when they won their last playoff game. So, um, what to you jumps out the most about this matchup? Because to me, it's it's the quarterbacks. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, before anything, Joe, thanks for having me on. I'm really excited to be on your the Grind Hours podcast. So this is a monumental occasion for me. Uh, but in regards to the game itself, the first thing that jumps out is this is the game of the week. Yeah, everybody is going to want to see this game. Um, Al Michaels is on the call, so you already know it's going to be legit. Um, I like the comparison of the young Brady and young Peyton because these are the two of the top five young NFL quarterbacks that we have, Lamar being the reigning MVP and Josh Allen being in the discussion for the MVP. Uh, I also am not a fan of Josh Allen, but for fantasy reasons, because he kills uh, <laughs> he kills running backs uh, uh, like Devin Singletary. But alas, uh, he is a phenomenal real-world quarterback. Uh, I, there's a lot I like about his game. Um, it's really going to be a toss-up. This is the closest game that we have on the slate uh, out of the four that we have. Uh, the line is uh, Bills minus two and a half. And being at Buffalo is at home. It, it really is a coin flip type of game. Um, I think it's going to come down to just which defense can contain the other quarterback. But there are a lot of things that can affect the outcome, such as our uh are the Bills going to be able to limit Lamar's running ability? Are the Ravens' pass defense going to be able to hold up to Stephon Diggs? 
I, I don't know. It's too early for me, me to make a guaranteed call on this game, which is why it's so enticing to me. I think this is a classic. Whoever has ball last wins. I mm-hmm. I don't see, even though I'll give the edge to defenses to Baltimore, uh, even though they, they got guys like Marcus Peters, who I also despise. Um, <laughs> they're good players. I'm not, like Peters interception. I don't like them. I, I get them stomping on the logo because Tennessee did that for to them. Yeah, but, for sure. So it's just like we'll pay it back to you. But I there's a lot about Baltimore's defense that I don't like. I like Matthew Judon, um, although both these defenses are accustomed to stopping a running quarterback because they have a running quarterback. Um, I think Lamar gets the edge because, I mean, he's quicker. He's more elusive than, than Josh Allen is. Josh Allen really is a running back at quarterback. He's built like a running back. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm going to give the slight edge to, to Baltimore just because – They've been here before. They've been in the playoffs before. They know what it's like to to be in a tough game. I The home field advantage doesn't really matter because three out of the four teams last week were road team victories. So home field advantage is, you know, just the, the field that they're playing on. It doesn't really matter much. Give me Ravens plus two. I, I, I really like it. And um, – I think it's a field goal game and that they win by, by that margin, uh, switching to staying in the AFC, switching to, um, what most people think is going to be a blowout. I don't think so. Um, is chiefs Browns. I think this Mm -hmm. is going to be a game. The reason being the Browns offense is explosive. It is. I mean, you, you hang 48 on Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh, that doesn't go unnoticed. The, the running backs got some swagger. Um, Jarvis Landry is looking like the number one receiver that they went out and got a couple of years ago. The only thing is it's Patrick Mahomes. And if you're betting against Patrick Mahomes, God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> um, the line is Chiefs minus 10. I think this game is definitely closer. It's probably within seven to 10 points. So you could potentially get a push, but I don't know. I like the, the Browns defense and if Cleveland can s- slow down KC just a little bit, I think they, they've got a shot. I, I still think Kansas city is going to win. Uh, no pun intended here, but I think it's going to be a dogfight. I couldn't agree with you more. In fact, I think it's going to be a lot closer than people think. Um, when I saw the line initially, it was a double digit, uh, like you said, 10 points. The line actually has shifted from what I saw to nine and a half. So there's a lot more money coming in for the Browns than people anticipate. And I think that line is going to keep changing. Um, here's the problem. The only problem, and it's a good problem to have if you're the Chiefs. Which version of the Chiefs is going to show up? If it's the explosive Patrick Mahomes-led offense, then they're going to win for sure. It's just a matter of how many points. Uh, The Chiefs can also be their worst enemy because they score so fast. 
the Browns can win this game by winning the time of possession game. The Browns running so? backs. The, yeah, absolutely. I think the Browns running backs are much better than, you know, the shell of Le'Veon Bell. Uh, I don't know what Edwards Hilaire's health status is going to be, but even before he went down, he really didn't impress for being a first round rookie. So the tandem of it's a weird Nick year. Chubb, it, it's an odd year, but the tandem of Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt are far and away better than what the Kansas city can have yeah. uh, at running back. So if the Browns can basically take about 65% and that's a lot in terms of the possession, I wouldn't be shocked if the Browns won. I, I wouldn't be at all. I think the Browns legitimately have a good team. And it's funny that the offense has gotten better since Odell Beckham went down. The problem with star receivers is while they're prolific and they're amazing and it's a good target to have, as a young quarterback, you almost have to force the ball into that person. So taking Beckham off the field, it's so weird. It gives Mayfield options. He can sling it anywhere he wants, whether it's Landry or Rashad Higgins or to Austin Hooper. He doesn't have to focus on Beckham. And I think that opens the field for play action, for RPOs. I give Browns more of a punch, more than a puncher's chance. I, I'm not going to outright pick him. Uh, but I certainly <laughs> don't expect the Chiefs to cover. Um, I'd be like old said, as a first-timer to, to come it, in it, here and say, I'm going to take yeah. the Browns plus the 10. Yeah, no, I, 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 that's the way I would play it. I'd still <laughs> think outright the Chiefs will win, but I don't think that they cover the spread. I, it's interesting that you bring up the time of possession because while Baker got a playoff win, he didn't really win the game for him. Mm-hmm. It wasn't Baker's game, and – I think a lot of people, and uh, this point was made on my last podcast, that Baker's underrated. And I think the reason why Baker's underrated is he hasn't had the moment in the playoffs. Lamar had that moment last week. So, and he's in the same draft class. Um, so we're just waiting on Baker's moment. I mean, the biggest moment for Baker Mayfield is he won everybody in Cleveland free beer when they beat the Jets. in in 2018 that that's baker's biggest moment so is it going to come on the road in kansas city when you could potentially be down double digits maybe i mean he's been there before in terms of college with oklahoma Mm -hmm. but i don't know i i really i don't know um and flip side for kc really quick before we get out we take a break here um I think if they blow out the Browns, people are going to finally take the Chiefs seriously because in a way it's been like, eh, I'm not too sure about this KC team just because they've been kind of sleeping their way through the season, kind of like right. what Pittsburgh did, even though Pittsburgh, I think, They're overperformed <laughs> their, their talent. Um, but KC's kind of like sleptwalk for the entire season and it's been okay. So if they really wake up and say, we're none of this talk of Brady, forget the Browns. Lamar's not, it's not Lamar's time yet. We're, we're still here. I'm the 300, the $500 million man. And Mahomes just lights the world on fire. Like he can at any given moment. Then I think that's what propels the chiefs to a potential second Super Bowl. is, you know, the, nobody kind of believes in us which is weird because they're the defending champs. 
Mm-hmm. I don't I don't get how that narrative is pushed, but I guess that's what happens when Brady's still in the NFL. Let's take a quick break, and we'll come back and talk about Brady. Feed Hudson Valley is a regional food rescue and harvesting network in the Hudson Valley operating through Dutchess, Orange, Ulster, Columbia, Green, Putnam, and Sullivan counties. It links donors of prepared but unserved food and fresh produce with nonprofits and food assistance programs. Through an app-assisted network of food donors, volunteers, and feeding agencies, Feed Hudson Valley facilitates the harvesting, processing, and distribution of locally grown or produced agricultural products, self-stable food donations, and prepared nutritious foods. The app used is called Chowmatch, and it is easy for volunteers to download and use. Among the donors are restaurants, farms, food makers, stores, hospitals, and universities. The food assistance programs include food pantries, soup kitchens, and shelters. Volunteers are matched through the Chowmatch app when a donation is available. They can indicate that they are available to make a run and then pick it up for a donor and deliver it to the agency. The Feed Hudson Valley Network currently includes over 300 volunteers, 130 donors, and 95 receiving agencies. Last year, on average, Feed Hudson Valley rescued and redirected over 12,000 pounds of food each month. Feed Hudson Valley could use more donors and volunteers. To learn more and sign up, visit feedhv.org. Again, that's feedhv.org. One more time, spelled out, F-E-E-D-H-V.org. Now back to the podcast. Back in the first half, we talked about the AFC portion of the divisional round. Um, switching to the NFC, this is going to be the marquee game. Uh, I think Fox has it, so I mean, go figure. It's Brady, it's Breeze, round three. Breeze potentially goes three and O against Brady, even though, I mean, if you watch that game uh, against the Bears, I think they were lucky to play the Bears because if they played anybody else. I don't think they're walking in the divisional round. Um, That's right. Breeze looks old. He looks re- – and I know he's coming off um, uh, partially collapsed lung and, like, six fractured ribs, but he looks his age. And that NBC contract, man, looks better and better every day for him. <laughs> uh, the line in this game is Saints minus the three. Um it's going to be, I think, the third game all year, third or fourth game all year, where they have Breeze, Kamara, and Michael Thomas all healthy. I just I can't get a read on this game, so really help me with this one. So this, this game's a little bit wonky. Uh, I have the line at uh, Saints minus three and a half. What are you using? Because I'm using it's FanDuel. almost a push, essentially, because – I, I, I'm using just whatever I find on the web. <laughs> but for um, for this game, it, it is a little bit wonky. A lot of people are going to focus on Brady and Breeze and rightfully so. Those are the two uh, household names. Uh, but it's mentioned. It's funny you mentioned that Breeze is the old guy because 
who is he playing? The guy that's older than him. Uh, this is the oldest matchup for two quarterbacks playing each other in the NFL. Uh, I think it's a combined age of 85, which is nuts. Yeah. And that also, it's also a testament to how great that they have been and the longevity in their careers. Um, so I'm actually going to switch gears on this because quarterback and quarterback is certainly a sexy storyline. But to me, it's going to be defense versus defense. The Saints have the number four defense overall. The Buccaneers, which at times have underwhelmed me, uh, and I thought that they would be better, finish at number six. So which defense is going to be able to step up and contain the aging quarterbacks more? That's going to be that, uh, the, the team that wins. So my smart money is going to be on New Orleans, but I'm going to be realistic. I don't think that they are an impressive team. You are 1,000% right. If they played anybody but the lowly Chicago Bears who had no business being in the playoffs, New Orleans would be on the couch. I think Tampa Bay should win the game, to be honest. Uh, again, the money is on New Orleans to, uh, you know, to cover and all that fun stuff. But the Bucs should win this game because you mentioned Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara, and Drew Brees. This is their third game together. The Bucs have at least had their playmakers for about half the season or so because I'm with uh, Antonio Brown coming in there was a little bit of an acclimation period there but I think they're getting better and better um the question is going to be is Mike Evans healthy uh is Chris Godwin all right because he had some issues during the season um but Gronk looks better uh the running game with Fournette looks better um there's a lot of things that I like about Tampa Bay that should be able to win this game but it's really another version of, uh, you know, which team shows up for New Orleans. Um, if the New Orleans defense with Davenport and uh, uh, Cam Jordan uh, and uh, David, um, I, said, I mentioned Davenport already, but if they can get some pressure on Brady and get him uncomfortable like Washington was able to do slightly, uh, New Orleans should be able to get the game and, and cover the line. Um, but should the Bucks win? This is the end of the Drew Brees era. Yeah, it's I think good. so. They're, they're going to have to get another quarterback. Is Jameis Winston the guy? I don't know because Sean Payton has this odd obsession with Taysom Hill, and I don't think Taysom Hill is a starting quarterback in this league. But either way, the Saints are going to have to look in another direction because you're right. That NBC contract is looking juicy, uh, and I think Brees is going to want to go ahead and take that. So um, you're, you're asking me, I think Saints – could win, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Bucks uh, sent the Saints home either. I, I really, it pains me to to root against the Saints too, partially because I mean they're playing Brady and I want Brady to lose, but I also have Saints fans in my life that would that want to see Breeze go at it for one, one more round. Um, this just screams out to me that Patriots. Um, Chiefs game from a couple of years ago where Brady let him down the field with two minutes to go and got him into the Super Bowl. I just have flashbacks of that, and it's going to be like a 24-21 game with one thirty to go. Brady gets the ball, and, I mean, here we go. And I just see a couple of passes to Gronk and then a – a rub route to to AB for for the win. I it's just <laughs> it. I don't want to think that, but that's what this game I think comes down to. Like Mahomes, if you're betting against Brady in the playoffs, 
good luck because you're yeah, going to need it. You're going to lose. Um, so that's where I stand with this. Um, transitioning to the last game on the docket, Rams-Packers. Uh, I think this has the potential to be blowout city. Um, I think Rodgers has a lot to prove. It's been a while since we saw a pro- good Rodgers in a playoff game. Uh, especially after the just route that they uh, were in in San Francisco last year. You got golf with a, I don't know what kind of thumb. It looks like a, a saucer. Like, I don't know how he's <laughs> gripping a football. So, and they're at home. It's going to be cold. I don't know if there's snow in the forecast, but I hope so. I think this is going to be an absolute route, kind of what we saw uh, a couple of weeks back where uh, Green Bay handed it to Tennessee. So, you know the saying that uh, you save the best for last? I don't know about that one, Chief. I don't think we did that here. This game is going to be a dog. I I believe (laughs) – I I don't think this is going to be close. Um, But not for the reasons that people think. Uh, right now, the matchup is going to be the number one scoring office in the league against the number one defense uh, being uh, the, the Rams. Um, the Packers get about close to 32 points a game in the uh, in the regular season. Um, I think Buffalo was at second, but uh, the Packers uh, with Aaron Rodgers have just they've morphed into a different team. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, it's weird. Uh, I have him at, I had him in the midseason as my MVP, and I think he's going to get the MVP again um, uh, this year over Allen and um, and Derrick Henry. Uh, but I also might have him as my comeback player of the year, which is odd because Rodgers, while he wasn't bad, it was a down year for his standards. Uh, he had a, a, maybe like 24 touchdowns, I believe, last year. Uh, he's absolutely lighting it up this year um the only storyline of note for this game is Aaron Donald's health if Aaron Donald is healthy then the Rams are going to get you know they'll get beaten by 10 if Aaron Donald is out they're going to get smoked by 14 to 17 easily I I don't see the rest of the Rams uh defense being able to contain Rodgers but you look at the flip side of that how in the hell are the Rams going to score any points? Green Bay's defense isn't that bad. And I'm sorry to Rams fans, the four of you that are out there listening. Jared <laughs> hey, Goff. Hey, we got one. We got one that listens <laughs> well, to this podcast. I'll, 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 t- I'll tell you right now. Jared Goff is not a good quarterback. I don't care how much they pay him. I think that contract is an albatross. I can see Sean McVay's confidence waning, if not already broken in Goff's ability to be able to uh, execute his to offensive be fair, scheme. He's playing hurt. He's playing like Warford, even, be- Warford even be before playing. that though, e- even before that, I, I actually, I liked, I liked his performance, Goff's performance when he came out uh, for Wolf- Warford and, you know, hopefully he's uh, not seriously hurt right. uh, and is able to bounce back next season. But um, Goff is, I don't see anything spectacular in his game, whether before it's hurt or in his previous seasons. They had to pay him because there wasn't any other options that they could be filled that they were able to bring in and that would be ultimately better than Goff. But 
I think they've set themselves back. Uh, the girly contract, they ate a lot of dead money. Uh, Cooper Cup is hurt all the time, although he's a great receiver. Uh, you know, which version of him is going to show up? Uh, Robert Woods is a serviceable guy, but if Cam Akers gets stuffed by the Packers defense, and, and if I'm the Packers, I'm putting eight, seven to eight in the box at all times, and I'm daring Goff to throw it at me because I can't see that they're going to be able to hang with the Packers, even if the Rams defense holds up. So it's a strength versus strength matchup on one side, but then it's a tremendous weak, weakness against an average defense. Um, give me the Packers. Uh, the line I saw was Packers minus seven. That's I'll take that. No problem. Sleep on it. I'm not even watched a game. I think it's guaranteed the Packers going to win it. Um, Carlos, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, My pleasure. I will roll out the red carpet for you. Any socials, anything else you got going on the whole, the whole deal. Yeah, doing? absolutely. Uh, follow me on Instagram at real Carlos with a K. I will have uh, more than seven posts by that time. And uh, we're absolutely going to be on the lookout for the Carlos with a K show uh, coming to uh, where you stream podcasts. And um, you know, again, Joe, this was fun. Uh, hope I can jump on sometime in the future. And uh, you know, once we launch uh, the show over on my end, uh, you're more than welcome to jump on there too, but this has been great. The invitation's always open, my friend. Uh, on this side of the coin, not to fake Jay Leo on Twitter, jdatasports.blogspot.com. And of course, this podcast. If you reach this point, please like, subscribe, share the podcast with anybody who you seem fit, and download the show. It means more to the show than, uh, than you know. And I buried the lead here. Um, I got. Thanks for the uh, thanks again for the um, for the, the bump to show, man. It's leading in this podcast. I had to I had to have you on so I can lead you in with your own bump. <laughs> no, 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 I definitely got to listen to it. I almost <laughs> forgot about that, but I buried my lead too. Hey, don't forget to follow me on Twitter, Real Carlos with a K. All right, man. Um, be easy, and again, we'll we'll definitely have you on in the future. All right, Joe. This is fun. Thanks a lot.